I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wooden sides. Welcome to this week's edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. I am your host, Lance Fischel. Back from a week off, was in Vegas for uh, five, six days. Don't recommend. Uh, regardless if it's half work, half personal, do not do not recommend that. Uh, did have the opportunity to watch the last card with Dan Tom, a uh, friend of the podcast. Great dude. Had a blast watching with Dan, but happy to be back. And after a significant uh, number of cards that were not great, we're waking up to the Garage Weight Championship, and we have been waiting on this for, is it a year? O- almost a year we have been waiting. How long has Glover been out? We have been waiting years in... for this, Lance. Years for it. He last fought true. November 2020, so yeah, almost a year to the day. Yeah, and... Glover and Bill Bronx in the same year is just like, wow, Jesus. <laughs> You, you can't you can't beat it, and I think we're all looking forward to this card. Uh, but Newshon, how you doing this week? Awesome. We've we've suffered. There's uh, there's been a lot of suffering going on in the last couple of weeks, but uh, finally it's it's worth all that time and energy spent into watching what we've watched in the past three weeks plus more. Um, yeah, it's going to be an awesome card. Uh, can't wait to get up early and, and watch some sick fights. Yeah. Last week's card was, I mean, it was bad. It was, it was beyond bad. It was next level bad. Like we were watching the, the sports, I was telling the guys before the sports book uh, didn't, doesn't show the SPN fights. Uh, we were in the Planet Hollywood sports, sports book and we were watching on a laptop in between the seats, me and Dan, with all the you know the football and stuff in the background, and boy, was it hard to pay attention to those fights. <laughs> like they were as bad as it gets. Yeah, West, how you doing? I'm um, hanging, man. Always uh, keeping me fucking on my toes, and um, <laughs> call it cost me missing out Vegas last weekend. So that's uh, you'll hear about that later on in life uh, when, when he's older. Yeah, uh, but yeah, everything's good. After man. he misses uh, that field goal in his like junior season of high school, nah, football. never gonna happen. Never, it'll never happen. We'll be doing five hundred in the in the backyard after that. It's never gonna happen. That's my meal ticket, kicker baby. I want my I want my boy to grow up to be like Justin Tucker. There you go. Or or the Redskins last week um, cut Dustin Hopkins, my boy, who's been good for a long time. And they picked up a guy named Blewett, and his yeah, first field awesome. goal. <laughs> the first field goal was like a forty-two yard field goal, and I swear he kicked it fifteen yards. Like it didn't even get to like the twenty-yard line. It was very impressive. I, I was watching Hanson on on red zone, and he, he's like, "I'm not gonna make the joke." Everybody's <laughs> thinking whole, my it. My whole timeline but... was literally Blewett. Every fucking person. Yep. Yep. Brad, how's that Canadian football going? I would have no idea. It's a thing. It's almost Grey Cup season. That's all I know. But Lance, I heard a rumor that when you were in Vegas, you gave uh, you gave Dan a Vina Handy Joba. Is that is that true? Damn, lucky guy. Wet Maybe. Or dry. I think I missed the joke. 
What are I think you've probably missed every show that uh, she's been on with the newest awesome nickname. I don't think I have been on one of those. Well, you're in luck because she's on this card. That's right. <laughs> that is wonderful news. <laughs> I was I was I was banging back Habib's the whole t- the whole card for you, Wes, uh, when we were watching that. I felt it in my spirit. I, I yeah. knew exactly what you was drinking and Holly and, and Planet <laughs> the entire time. I, I just felt it. Well, that Dan got there and he walked up to he goes, "I'll be right back," and he walked up to the bar and he went and like bought a beer. And then he got back, and I had like thirteen drinks. <laughs> like, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you get a load up on him because, like, it was a Saturday, right? So, like, I'm betting all the football games, I'm betting the baseball games. Like, I got just bets all over the place. I spread them out. You, you yeah. spread them out too. Don't make all your bets at once. Go there and spread them out so you can get yeah. a couple of those tickets every time. Well, yeah. you got to find one guy who just doesn't give a shit. And I found yeah. that guy early Saturday. So, mm-hmm. like, it's supposed to be a hundred dollars one ticket. And then I had already made some bets and I walked up there and I put like just like a hundred dollar bet in the baseball game and he gave me three tickets. I was like, this is my man. Yes. <laughs> yes that's the dude. We got, we got lucky uh, a couple of times ago. Um, uh, some old dude was, was leaving and literally handed me like a handful of tickets. I'm like, all right, we're like, we sat there and drank all night. We had our bets yeah. made. Uh, it was me and Evan and uh, that, I think it was Jacob. Yeah. We had a good old time. That literally happened again on Sunday. There was these uh, two old guys behind us. They weren't even really betting the football. They were just crushing the ponies. I mean, big-ass pony bets. And they literally gave us, like, 21 drink tickets. And me and Evan were like, okay. (laughs) We got to use them. Like, we can't just throw them in the trash. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Hank Damascus came um, for four hours. Did he do the four-hour trip? Yeah, so he he had a a 930 flight, and he missed his flight. He slept in. Took the 10:30 flight, got in at 11:30, got to the casino at 12, watched sports for like three hours. They've been going to play table games. He lost $1,300 and I want to say 25 minutes. Jeez. Got back, chugged a beer, got an Uber, and flew back. What did he lose that fast uh, on? You guys playing craps or what? <laughs> it, it's it's Daniel. I mean, he everything, everything he touched, he loses. Yep. That guy's nuts, man. He is a, he's, he's uh you know, he's, he's something. He's yeah. he's and then he was talking to Dan for like an hour trying to pitch him the idea that he should be his co-host for a podcast because he knows nothing in MMA but he's quite entertaining. It's true. <laughs> Sounds like something it's, he would do. It's true. Yeah. Very Most much so. to talk about MMA don't know about MMA. So this is also true. But all right, well let's go let's go through um last week's card which was yeah. it was okay. It wasn't wasn't great. It was all right though. Um, prelims. Jonathan Martinez defeated. I don't even want to try it, but I did uh, hit a bet on this one. So, go Jonathan Martinez. I think a bunch of us talked about it. I don't know if anybody's hit it. <laughs> I, I know I was dumb enough that I talked about it and then didn't play it. Me and Wes have been on the same page the last few weeks, starting to starting to come together it's it's working yeah i had yeah. some i had some martinez we talked about like he shouldn't have been a, a dog to this guy whatsoever i think the line came down a lot he might end up even closing around the favorite i think but yeah i, I took a little of that plus money it was, it was a good matchup for him uh he looked he looked pretty good too he, he looked pretty good in that fight yep good start women's strawweight marcos defeated souza um yeah I there's, like one, there's one i called and i didn't bet like if i know I bet Marco's so many times because she's Canadian. So yep. yeah, that's yeah. right. 
I mean, we almost you almost have to have like a never bet Canadian rule at this point because I I I must be five percent picking winners when I bet on Canadians, which is the exact same as their winning percentage in the UFC. Funny how that works. I know. I know. All right. Um, Jeff Molina defeated Daniel Lacerda, TKO. Fun fight. Molina's interesting. I don't think he's anything amazing, but I think he can beat some guys in the division. Yeah, he's fun. Mm-hmm. He, gets, he, gets, he gets hit quite a bit. He's a little fella. Yeah, he's he's fun. defensively and that, good that, offensively, uh, so it's, it's fun to watch. Jim, Jim, Jim better, better help a little bit. Yeah. He, he, had a, uh, he had a lot of shout-outs after the fight, I believe. He was shouting out a lot of people. You got to be excited. You got to be excited. Cut that mic. <laughs> um, John Herbert defeated Karma Worthy. Knockout, first round. I, I had this in a parlay, uh, just doesn't go, which is Karma Worthy fight, doesn't go, auto bet. Automatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I it was, was only like minus 220 or 240 or something like that. It was really low. I saw minus two twenty five. Yeah, the, the other the other side of not betting Marcos was my dumbass was actually thinking about betting the over one point five here, and y'all talked me off of that one too. So thanks. Yeah, man. Kinda, kinda kinda all, it all evens out. It all evens out. Yeah, come aware of these fights are very predictable one way or the other. You don't pick a side; just it's not going because he 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 has dynamite power and absolutely no chin, and he isn't he doesn't know you're even allowed to put your hands by your face. It's perfect. Yeah, it's a good matchup. Woo! Uh, Jamie Pickett defeated uh, Staropoli. Decision. I almost have no recollection of this fight. It was bad. It was, yeah, it was really bad. It was a terrible fight, but you probably should have bet Pickett, even though uh, I'm surprised uh, you didn't bet him. You, you, you got scared off after the the ninja uh, lands. Or... I've bet Pickett before, and I, know. I think I got suckered into liking him and his story. And I wasn't gonna go, but I am happy that that Pickett got the W because he had that thing on, on Contender Series where he like fought in the Contender Series like sixty two times, and then he got just his shit kicked in <laughs> his first couple of UFC fights. So good to see him get the dub. <laughs> talk, talk about a story to go off track. What about the dude last night on PFL? This dude yeah, I, wins. A, he wins a title. His dad died like Sunday. They don't tell oh, him. This dude goes in the back. You just want a title. And you're like, hey, guess what? Your father died. Yeah. They just didn't tell him. It's he won a up. title and a million dollars, goes to celebrate, and is, he just told us, that's that's tough. And that was like one That was one of the best fights I've seen in a while. I know it was sloppy it was and all this, but the first three rounds of that fight were absolutely nuts. And I love the announcers and me on Twitter. Like They kept saying, if that's a 10-8, if that's a 10-8. I'm like, if? He murdered him. He literally committed murder in the if it's a ten eight. Yeah, that don't was, get me started uh, on the scoring. I had to lay. I was like, "This is ESPN, right?" Talking about this death, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's it's being broadcast on ESPN." Yeah, they love the old death angle whenever they oh, can get yeah. it in there. I know yeah, Laura Sanko wasn't uh, announcing that card, but uh, she was getting a little <laughs> moist just thinking about <laughs> <those> sob stories. <laughs> We're gonna cut to Laura Sanko, who has nothing to do with this. I really want to talk about the death and how that affected you. <laughs> They're going to hire her just for his next fight so she can interview him before the fight. Like, you really need an expert in this. Mention any dogs, bad childhood memories. Just really get the get the tears going. <laughs> uh, that, was a, that was a fun card last night besides the pacing. That was some of the worst thing. I mean, it was like 30 hours. It ended up being like seven hours, dude. And they completely fucked up like a really good card. That's one of yeah. the best PFL cards that they yeah. had as far as action in the fights. It was great. 
Well, they messed up a lot of areas, like the pacing being one, but like the the crazy fight ends. They show highlights of a fight we just watched for 20 minutes, which I had never seen that done before. And then they put they have all these title fights, and then they stick the Shields fight right in the middle of them. It kind of really, regardless of like they were, it was their second career fight in MMA and all that, or whatever you want to say, or skill level. It didn't make any sense whatsoever. It was like we get all these exciting title fights and all this, and then we just watch some random fight that means nothing. It was really weird. And then the pacing, oh, my God, that was bad. I turned this card on at a very poor time because I think I saw that as the first fight that I turned on because it started so early that, like, by 8 o'clock or whatever, it was Shields. And then Cooper fight was awesome. And yeah. that was just a great main event. Um. Bad. <laughs> Derek just said they recapped Wiz Khalifa's performance. They literally did. Yeah. They, oh, I know. For minutes, for like yeah. fucking multiple minutes, they well, recapped. I think I tweeted. I was like, oh, my God, are we getting another concert? <laughs> like, are they doing another concert? It was bad. It, I, I didn't even watch the main event. I I, I was done. That, that was enough. You didn't so see I, I Ray didn't Cooper? Huh? You didn't see Ray Cooper? I did see Ray Cooper. You didn't watch. So you the watched the main event. I didn't watch. I didn't watch the post limbs, Brad. <laughs> I did not oh, watch. Props to Ray fucking Cooper too. Like, my god, awesome. what a comeback! Holy shit, dude! And he bombed that motherfucker. That was great. That dude's yeah. in like the top ten of MMA fighter pay all time now. He's got to be, right? Yeah, I mean, I I was. That was pretty pretty funny last night watching watching dudes like Shoeface get get a million dollar check and shit. That was cool. Now, knowing what that guy's had to fight for and the fights that he had for the UFC and shit. Yeah. It was nice seeing him get finally get paid. I yeah, mean, Ray Ray Cooper, best job in MMA, maybe besides Kayla yeah. Harrison, because he's gotta actually fight competition. Fight MMA fighters. Yeah. 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 Man, though that whole thing was that was it, it's Watching a guy like Mamfio, who I'd never heard of until a few months ago, win a million dollars. It was it was wild. And like it, it because of how the tournament's like structured and everything, it's like the best fighter doesn't always win either. Like it is luck of the draw and how you go down and styles and stuff like that. But like I I enjoyed it besides the pacing. The hold up pacing. That was that was a job. Like, the prelims were fine. They were going, going, going. Like, it was a job to watch that main card. Like, if it wasn't for the World Series being on, I'm going to struggle I, a little bit I was watching the more NBA and the World Series in between yeah. that shit. So, yeah. Anyway, um, women's strawweight, Tabitha Ricci. I, I didn't I didn't watch this fight. Did you guys watch this fight? Uh, if I did, I don't remember. So. Yeah, remember. Uh, Mason Jones defeated uh, David Onama, Brad's, Brad's guy. Um, a lot of people were talking about Jones' toughness and all this stuff. Like, I dropped him down a good bit after this fight, and in, in my personal opinion of him, he looked really, really bad. Bad. I thought he's always looked like that, though. Really, like he he's always been hit like that, hasn't he? Like his I, his lack of top grappling, be able to hold someone down when he wants to, is very concerning for how hitable he is. Especially yeah. a dude like this who's a kickboxer and shit. You can't yeah. hold him down. It's it's not good. Yeah. It wasn't From good. a smaller class, short notice. And yeah, yeah that was uh, yikes. But not good. Um, no, I did him in a parlay, though. Pretty good. I, I had Jones with the worthy 
the worthy doesn't go, and then someone else. Um, I had a huge card. Very excited. Hobo. <laughs> um, yeah, we had uh, the Hobo Cop, Gregory Rodriguez, defeated John Young Park. I got really worried. Hell yeah. I thought we were <laughs> done. Like, I thought we were done, done. Like, he dominates the first round, but you could tell he was starting to gas. And then he was, he was gas dead. Like, he was dead he against was the gone. He wasn't even putting his hands up to block punches. He was just blocking him like this. And then all of a sudden, bang. And like, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. He's I fine. like this guy. Another, another consensus winner? It was our consensus juju. That was the only reason uh, he came back. <laughs> never it was actually, cons- I, I was on Rodriguez, so technically it was, the, it was actually was a consensus. A full consensus. He's a, he's, he's a fun fighter, man. Like, uh, oh, yeah. uh, jacked up fucking Brazilian with, <laughs> That's got that not great gas tank like most of them, but he's jacked up and fun, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, give me some more hobo cop, but just put him in fights like this, please. Yeah. Don't he doesn't need to be fighting top ten guys and shit, dude. Just, no, just keep him right here. No, 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 and I, I never want to see him on shortness. Just no, absolutely. no, 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 no. He, this he, man he, needs a camp. Yeah, he he, he needs a camp. He's either gonna gas out in thirty seconds or he's gonna piss hot. Like you, you got. He has to be able to manage his cycle. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, very, he is going to be great true. in the PFL in a couple of years. I, absolutely. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew Sanchez, 2022 PFL champion. Did you see that? <laughs> oh, is he, is he going there? Yeah. I he would got assume cut. so. Where the fuck else is he going to go? Yeah. They I, if they actually let it, let him go there. And, they did. And take, if, he's, if he goes there and gets on the EPO, nobody's beating that dude. He's, he's crushing everybody. Oh, yeah. Give him a million. I love it. PFL's great. PFL, I love it, yeah. PSL is 500 times better than Bellator. And I'm not even – we kind of joked about that. So I can bet – it's so not close. PFL is so interesting and exciting where Bellator – grabbed up, They grabbed up a lot of the decent UFC cast-offs. Their roster's better. To where Bellator were getting a few of those guys. Now they're just getting the completely washed ones. Mm-hmm. And PFL are getting like – the okay guys that yeah. Dana's just cutting because they cost a little too much money. Yeah, like Andrew Sanchez, UFC caliber is a, a term we don't throw around anymore, but Andrew Sanchez is clearly a, a UFC caliber. He's probably going to go to PFL. Like, that's a high-level guy. Like that's like, Shoeface. Yeah, Shoeface. Shoeface moves up to 205, quits trying to cut in that weight class yep. in the UFC. Yeah, wins a million dollars. Yeah, I mean, those are <laughs> he's a good, he's a good yeah, fighter, he's, though. He's a, a t- top 10, well, top 15 yeah, light heavyweight. Yeah. Yeah. Sanchez, he's borderline there. So I love it. it. And the reason I think everyone it's it's funny. I don't know how they, maybe it's just hardcore MMA fans, but like everyone, like all the MMA fans we interact with, like love PFL. Everyone hates Bellator. Like I don't know, I don't think I know a single Bellator fan who's like, oh my god, I can't wait for this Bellator card. Usually, I'm like, oh my god, there's a Bellator card in ten minutes. What's they, uh, they, what's dog up for these days? Those were also fucked up putting their shit behind a pretty much a paywall. Like yeah, they did. yeah, showtime. Sure that expensive of a paywall to where like ESPN Plus is worth every cent of the five or six bucks you pay for it. Yeah, and you get showtime. More. Yeah, showtime's like twenty something dollars a month, and you're literally getting some boxing every now and then, and a yeah. Bellator card every three months. Definitely not worth it. Um, all right, main card. Uh, Nikolai Nigabova defeated Ike Villanueva. Yeah, whatever. Both suck. As expected, and you just love the back of the headshots. Oh, I, I dig them. <laughs> hey, can we work. go back to PFL for a second? 
Keith Peterson ref can. Where he's watching <laughs> Thank you back in the back of the head and we're getting it on ref cam. Yeah. He never said a word. Oh, that was great. It was just like zooming in on it. Yeah, it was right <laughs> there, dude. I, you saw I, the, the lumps in the back or the rolls in the back of the head. You see like a little speck of blood. It was that was that was phenomenal. I really liked it. A lot of people were bitching about the the not like saying that fight should have been stopped in the second round. And I'm like I, I understand. Yes, maybe he got, you know, days for a second. He looked kind of out of it. But, like, the dude came back and dominated in the third round. So I can't say it should have been stopped. Like, how many times does that happen in fights? A million? Like, I don't know. I was cool with no stoppage there. MMA uh, fans are soft. Ike is um, fucking horrible, man. Like, I have no idea how he got another fight in the UFC. And I know uh, Daniel and Granu's fucking brother kind of sucks, man. But. He was like minus 200 against Ike. That's nuts. That was fucking um, stupid. There is one fight to make for Ike. Ike against Dan Albee. There you go. <laughs> yeah. If if Nick Diaz turns down the Albee fight. <laughs> <laughs> does does Ike smoke Nick Diaz? Villa Nueva puts Nick Diaz six feet under. It's not even competitive. Villa Nueva just hitting him like real clean and Nick's still winding up thinking about throwing the punch as he's getting hit with six punches. Like that's not a competitive fight. Ooh. Let's make it. Let's make that fight. Um Trinaldo defeated Dwight Grant. Did you guys stick on the Trinaldo? I didn't do it. Yes. Ah, yeah, Absolutely. Brad. <clears throat> tell me I'm I'm a fucking piece of shit. You didn't do it? I jumped off the, the I train. didn't do it either. I couldn't. I lied about it. I need to tell you. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. You know what you did. He's been losing, though. It's not like he's winning all these fights. He won yeah, this fight against like, a shitty guy who's also like, old. He wasn't he's like a dog, 50, he's like 53, but Dwight Grant's pretty much like 47. It's not At like least Ronaldo used to have talent. That's the difference. Yeah. He used yeah. to have talent. Dwight Grant, Grant never had it. He's, he's but got the a whole bag. Let's just move on. Let's move on to the next fight. Let's get past Grandpa and move on to the next yes, fight. Yes, the next fight, baby. Oh. This, this was my – did you guys all bet this? I, I no, I didn't touch it. Hell yeah. Alex Gasparis defeated some random dude I've never heard of. Bang! You got lucky, motherfucker. Joey's running almost out. No, we could have had had the DQ win. We got the sub win. I mean, come on. A lot of options there. A lot of Caceres, if you're giving me Caceres plus, what, 240 versus some dude? I like Mm -hmm. it. I like Choi. I think Choi's a, a decent fighter. He looked Choi's good. good. He had him out, and then he fucked up and need that dude. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't fuck around with brute man. How quick did he give up on that sub? I mean, that was bang. Like he was he was that was slick. He, he was gonna beat him next round. That kid was done. Casera's sub was some stupid number too, like plus twelve hundred yeah. or. Something I wish like I would have looked at it because that's kind of how I thought he would win. Yeah, yeah it was a it was a crazy number. Anyway. Boom. Yeah, we'll I, I, I love that bet. Hey, Caceres, he's, he he's terrible. He might suck, but you know what? He, he's he been a money train for the past two years. Oh, he yeah. Been. An absolute yeah. money train. He's That's a, he's a he, keeps, he keeps being a dog versus unranked guys. Alex Caceres one of those guys, right? Like we have the Derek Lewis top five rule. You could almost do the Alex Caceres versus unranked rule. Mm. Has, yeah. has, he ever, has he lost to an unranked fighter in the last several years? 
I mean, uh, Kron Gracie to, to Crone. He lost to something called Guan Wang. He that was like five years ago. <laughs> that was a long Crone time was ago. Two, Crone was two years ago, Lance. It wasn't that long ago. Feels like a long time ago. Whatever. You give me plus ever. 30. Plus 230, bam. And then I'm going back through his record. No, 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 no. I, when I said ever, I didn't mean. I meant like this more fight. Than two years ago. Like this fight, he won. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Jessica Rose Clark. Grant Dawson defeat a draw versus Ricky Glenn. Um, oh man, no problem with the draw. I had oh, Dawson was God. the third leg of the parlay. I had so it ended up being a two instead of a three, but um, completely fair decision. Completely fair decision, in my opinion. Dawson, man, I, I like Dawson going in this. I it, it's not just the it's not just the gas tank. It's that this dude just does not seize opportunities to hurt his opponent. That's that's the that's, that's the, the problem. problem. He, he doesn't finish these guys, and then yep. he they stick around, and then he gas, he gasses, and they gave him a good shot at, at getting that comeback. I Dude. don't even I don't even know if he really he gassed. I think it was a just coast situation. Yeah, uh, he no he, just, he was fucking tired. The dude I, couldn't even stand. He, man. he was tired, but he no, didn't, he he didn't try. Yeah, he yeah, kind of. He did like some dumb sloppy shit to get taken down. It wasn't like he was he pulled gat- guard, man. He pulled guard in the third. <laughs> I mean, well, numbers you got to that. Uh, but that that ten eight is is actually more than fair because that fight could have been called off. Yeah, like yeah. he was out of it. That yeah. dude was fucking out. Uh, props to I think it was a it was a James Krause or. I think it was somebody ran out there and grabbed him, picked his ass, yeah, up. and held crap, him yeah. up because he couldn't stand. They would have called that a fucking TKO. Yep. I'm Good on Ricky Glenn. I tuned out when the previous fight came on, and I never got back into the card. It's unfortunate. That was, a, that was the main that event was, was great. De- that was a decent fight. The main event was fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. We'll move on to the main event before we go to the next card. Um, light heavyweight division, sorta. Marvin Vittori defeated Paulo Costa. <laughs> Man, I thought Costa looked good as shit. I think if he would have, and it's it's funny. There's a lot of funny things about this. One, Costa easily winning the fifth round, hilarious. Like, who would have thought Costa easily wins the first round in this fight and loses a fight? Right. If I would have told you Costa wins the fifth and loses the fight, you probably wouldn't. Have. Wouldn't have believed me. His body work looked great. He was the fresher fighter in round five. Very surprising. And I think where, you know, we talked about earlier with Dawson, he doesn't try to hurt his his, his fighters. He doesn't take advantage of that situation. But Tori's not capable of hurting people. And that's what gets him in trouble. Like, if he had any sort of finishing ability, he'd be, he'd be able to put guys away. But the, the fact champ. that he, he lost that fifth round, that was – but Tori sucks. I'm always going to think he sucks. No, he's, not, he's not good. No, he's not good. No, come on, he's got dude. skills, man. But Tori is a fucking good. Like and he's got absolutely fucking. How you gonna lose a fifth to Costa when he literally didn't have a didn't train for the last? Costa month weighed 230 just, fucking yeah, pounds. And that, that, but Tori that, weighed 217 on fight night, and no, Costa was like 228 or something. Costa, they weren't. Costa, they, Costa had 20 pounds. Costa had 20 pounds on him. Yeah, yeah. Costa had 20 pounds on him. And I want to see Costa. Light heavyweight now. Fuck cutting this weight. He looked fucking good that fight. Yeah. I mean, fight it, fight it two hundred five. There, I think Costa did slow down though in the middle rounds and got a second win. Like it happened. Yeah, he's got a second win. Uh, but he won he, the fifth. How crazy! Because he got a second win, and Vittori was putting it on his ass for two, three. Uh, like a fight. bitch though. Hits uh, like a bitch. That 
it seriously, if Vittori, like Marcellus Wallace, <laughs> if that man had any kind of punching power, I'm telling you, he's champ. Like the dude, but he can, doesn't. He, he doesn't. He, and he cannot hurt. It's like Bisping was. Well, I, but I don't know. Bisping could land clean and hurt. Like, Vittori, I feel like is just completely incapable of hurting Bisping another. Bisping could not land before he knocked out fucking one guy. Before that, he did not have power. Maybe he just looked. Maybe Bisping just looked like he was hitting harder and pu- he was cleaner. I guess I would say. Yeah, Bisping had clear technique was so much. Vittori's better. still young, man. Especially going to get worse. One, one thing, Vittori has. Vittori is going to take a lot of guys down and fucking yeah. put the shit on them on the ground, like a lot of dudes. Highlight He's- of the card, though, when Vittori in his interview goes. Ain't nobody beating me in the fourth and fifth round. That was the highlight of the fight night for me. Dude just loses to the worst gas tank ever in the fifth round. And his interview says no one's beating me in the fifth round. I thought it was great. I like that part. I mean, you got to take in consideration the amount of brain cells that 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 dude's dumb. He's dumb as shit. He's real dumb. He's a a big dumb idiot. I I think that's one guy where all of his intelligence – all it knows how to do is fight. He has yep. great fight IQ. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure Costa is too much better, but Vittori, Vittori's fight IQ probably double his actual IQ. Yeah, that's yeah. What, yeah, that's what's fucked up. That's not hard. Though. I think. Yeah, I, I think we can agree on that. But Costa is interesting at at 205. I mean, I, I thought Costa looked great. I, I really did. I thought. I thought he looked. I thought he looked really good. Um, Vittori can take a shot too. I feel like some of those shots in the second round and then later with the body work, like that would have got a lot of guys out of there. Vittori's just it's Vittori. He has he was, no he was he's fighting a, a blockhead. He was fighting a, a true light heavyweight in that fight and taking some shit, man. The the body works just crumbles so many fucking years. That body work was crisp. So, that was crisp and, body work. Vittori didn't even flinch. But that that's why I see him like losing it. I don't I don't think it's so crazy he lost the fifth to Costa because Costa put in body work that entire fight. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Great yeah. fight. That, that was a really that was so much a, a more of a better fight than I ever thought it was gonna be. So Paulo Costa bared you. Who says no? I, I you say should no. you I should probably that say happened no. to Bear Jew. Why would you want two of your <laughs> you, boys fighting each other? You should say no because that that's not Bear Costa's not my boy. Well, I just bet. I bet against Vittori. Fucking like jerk him off like he's your boy because you were pumping <laughs> his tires against Adesanya, and then you're fucking still pumping his tires after you know, losing Vittori. So you know, I mean, I he like might be any your boy. guy with muscles. You know, uh, the big he, juiced up idiots. That's kind of my a, style. He's a good looking man. He's a, he's he a is. Man. He's a BSG. And he he is. And Duke is terrible, so he's going to do very well there. When's Bear, Bear Jew ever get to fight again? Yeah, he's next in line for the title. Backed out. Yeah, so I mean. I don't know if he has a fight. Why, why is that Yuri guy just completely ducking Bear Jew? That's the question I have. Ooh. What a pussy. He's, uh... <laughs> Bear Jew is one of those guys he's stepping in on on Saturday just in case. Bear Jew is one of those guys who could literally beat anyone in the division or also lose to anyone yeah. in the division. He could literally be it would not surprise me if he beat Jan, beat any of those guys, but he could also lose to like literally anyone in the division. That's why he's so <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, let's move on now to uh 
This card, it is a morning card. It is free pay-per-view for those of you in the United States of America. The, uh, I think by, um, vaccine or coronavirus cases, we are number one. So best country in the world still. We have maintained that title. We're actually increasing. It's going well. Um, so yes, it's going to be great for us because it's free. And then Brad, you have to stream it and steal it and stuff like that. And it's not, it's not as good. I have ESPN plus, so it's fine. You, you buy it though, don't you? No. Yeah, but he, has, he he gets to watch ESPN Plus because of lacrosse because he he figured out a way I, to I, watch the, to get ESPN Plus. The US ESPN Does the FBI know this? I hope so. Don't tell them they're they're going to. Yeah, I'll call. Maybe I'll, I'll go I'll, down and uh, that's fine. I'll just go down and threaten some school board members, and then they'll be like, "No, no, this <laughs> this guy's good. He's on the level. He's he's, he's with us. us. Yeah, he's <laughs> with us. Fair." Fair. All right, let's uh, let's jump in now. We have a big car starting at nine thirty in the morning my time. Uh, flyweight division: Tagir Uga Bluga 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 versus Alan Nascimento. You, Sean? Uh, don't, don't have much here. There's there's so many other good fights. I didn't. Really These are real people. Too much. These are real people. Uh, You're sure. Ulan Bekoff, he uh, he won last time out as as a huge favorite, but it was a pretty close fight, and of course he's a Huge favorite again, so I don't know. I don't know if he has exactly what he needs to have to to be that big of a favorite against these random guys. But uh, I mean, I'll pick him, but I I won't care. Hopefully, it's a fun fight. Plus, yeah, I mean he he was one of those uh, uh, Russians that came over with a lot of hype and was a huge favorite. And I just he didn't look the part to me in that fight. Um, I mean. This this Brazilian, I, he was on the Contender Series like a few years ago. I actually fought uh, uh, Paiva to a to a split decision. I, um, but man, he didn't fight for like two or three years, and then fought some bum somewhere last time. Who, who fucking knows about this? Um, I don't think you can lay the juice on on Russia in this spot though. So just a pass for me, dude. Brad, are you fading every Russian or a set number of Russians? I have absolutely no problem fading this Russian. This this is <laughs> this is fraudulent Russian number one on this card. He, he does look a little little fraudulent. I was uh, make a list, Brad. Yeah. So I don't even know who Nashimento is. I just know that if he's decent, and as Wes said, he did fight uh, Holly and Paiva uh, pretty close. That's pretty good in my books. He probably shouldn't be. Plus three hundred against some terrible Russian. So I did look him up on the old sure dog. He uh, Nascimento does train at Shootbox Diego Lima. Oh, fuck. home of one Charles the Bronx Oliveira. So what's what's Nascimento sub? Just like being around that man, I think you get subs. Unless you're uh, Loriano Staropoli. That doesn't count. He's like too big. He can't like. Train would do Bronx uh, effectively. Nascimento sub at Dimes right now is plus ten forty five. Damn, they're just giving away money. <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. Oh, do Bronx got this man on lockdown. It's, he's ready to roll. He's got thirteen uh, subs in his career. Woo! All right, let me uh, take... that that might be worth a sprinkle over there. Yeah, the card at, at nine thirty in the morning. Yeah. I didn't even look at his results when I said that. I literally stopped looking when it said Shootbox Diego Lima, and then I went back to the the screen. Go ahead and take a little note here. 
ten to ten to one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you train with Dubronx. You're gonna be good. Yeah. Naturally. All right. Uh, Demir is Miglubov. God, this card sucks. Magomed Mustafaev. You, Sean? Yeah, I, I don't have too much on this one either. Uh, Ismagulov is decent. Um, he did get clipped a bit in his last fight. Um, but that guy throws some, some pretty good heat. So, um, he was able to stay in there. He's, he's bought, he's feet defeated some not good guys, but like lower or like high tier bad guys. High tier. Mustafaev. It's hard to know what he is. I mean, he he did he did beat the the future champ in Fizzy Pop. Uh, I, I know that's a that's a big thing, um, but yeah, like he, he barely fights. I I'll, I'll pick his Magulov, but I uh, I'm not betting anything here. Wes? Yeah, the 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 Fizzy Pop win was pretty good, but it was kind of some fluky type shit. Yeah. He, he hit a spinning back fist. Um, Isma Gulov is decent. He's beaten some some okay competition in, in the UFC. Um, I think he's probably going to uh, win a, a close decision here, man. Um, I wouldn't lay any juice here. I think him by decision is around plus or minus 120 or so. If I was going to bet it, it, it'd be Isma Gulov by, by decision. But uh, there's a lot of other spots on this card, so it, it'll probably be a pass, but uh, I like his movie up by, by close decision. Bradley? Um, I I can't really fade anyone in this spot, so I'm not particularly <laughs> interested in this fight. Um, Draw. Is Magulov, uh I don't know. It looks like it's on to me, but uh, hey, what do I know? I'm not playing anything here. This is going to be <laughs> everyone else. It was like Steve said, he's some Scrabble winners on this card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got, uh, I got nothing. I got nothing on this one. Um, absolutely nothing. Yeah. Pass. All right. Uh, midway division. Hugh Yaozong versus Andre Petrosky. Good looking fella. Real, real, good looking really, fella. really good looking fella. Yeah, if yeah. only he could fight half as good as he looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But will he need fighter. to fight half? I, I, don't I don't think it matters. I don't. I don't think it matters here, though. Yeah. Uh, everybody wants <laughs> this to fight. Is what the what, fight what looks like. Say? If you can see the logo on this hoodie, this is what the fight is going to look like. <laughs> yeah. You're probably not wrong. Uh, I don't know why this guy is still in the UFC. He lost to Cyril Asker and Rashad Coulter. Tough guys. Real tough, real tough. What uh, weight is this at? The American, because he's not. 185. Yeah, 185. Did he go from heavyweight to 185? He he went from heavyweight to light heavyweight, and now he's down at 185. After well, three the Rashad years. Coulter fight was at one, uh, or was it 205? I mean, yeah, look, I yeah. look, look, look at the dude. He could probably be at welterweight, like just get in shape. Maybe he should fight uh, Rumble at 170 next. Didn't R- Rumble like almost died or some shit? Like, did anybody find out what happened to him? I know he said he was really he sick and he thought he was going to die, but I don't know what it was. Sorry, His kidneys probably like just said, "Fuck this!" It just—it's been too long, dog. We're done. This dude's uh, three and two. He's been in the. I, I, why is this guy in the? I, 
<laughs> I like Petrowski. Everybody wants to fight. He's yeah, been out I, for three years. <laughs> I like Petrowski quite, quite a bit in this fight. I I had higher hopes for him coming off, off tough, but his gas tank is, is really questionable at this point. So I think that's going to always hold him back. But, man, his physical tools, his wrestling um, trains with some of the best jiu-jitsu guys on the, on the planet in America. So uh, I tried to get subbed last time on Petrovsky and he ended up fucking beating the shit out of, out of the dude. So I'm just going to go some inside the distance this time. I think it's around even money. Uh, I, I just don't see how he doesn't finish this fight. Probably sprinkle on the under a little bit too in case by some chance he gasses the fuck out and dumb shit happens. Uh, so I, I like the under two and a half, and uh, I I really think Petrovsky smashes this guy. He is not good, man. Like I think they like Petrovsky and they want him to perform, and they're they're setting him up here with a with a very easy spot. Brad, yeah, I was um uh, when when people were originally talking about this fight, I thought Leon Edwards was fighting. There were so many who's in the breakdown. I was just I was confused, uh, <laughs> but. This guy walked so that all of these terrible women's MMA fighters who have beaten a bunch of people with zero and zero records and then gone, he did that so they could run. This man <laughs> is an innovator, um, and Petrovsky's gonna just destroy him. It's I I don't understand why this is so closely placed. I don't I don't I, it's I'm dumbfounded by it. Yeah, and I'm with, I'm with Wes. The first thing I look at, he's a guy it's hard to take sub or TO because he lands his vicious ground and pound, sometimes grabs a sub. But I'm surprised the – has he ever won by decision, Petrovsky? I don't think he has, has he? I'm not sure. He gets a, a, had a lot of subs on his record. I think he's, yeah, he's I, never so, – he's never been to the bell. He has yeah, four KO wins, two sub wins, and then one KO loss. He's He's fighting an absolute bum who hasn't won a fight in four years, five years, hasn't – Fought in three years, and his inside the distance is minus one hundred five. Um, so I don't know what I'm missing here, but I'm not. I'm not gonna. It doesn't matter. I'm gonna bet it. It's gonna win. Uh, Petrovsky is gonna do whatever the hell he wants here. He's a, he's he is a solid wrestler. I mean, he has a complete set of skills. Um, at least grappling wise, with his wrestling, ground and pound submissions, his striking is okay. It's good. It's fine for his skill set. It's really it's really just that that cardio, which maybe he can get under control. I don't know. Petrovsky inside the distance, minus 105. Great bet. Do it. All right. By the way, division, Makwan Americani, Leone Murphy. New Sean? I think they were they were trying to get Amirkwani uh, uh, back in the win column. They uh, they were going to match him up with uh, Tristan Connolly, the, uh, the Canadian somehow beat uh, Herrera. <laughs> Uh, and then obviously that fell through, and then somehow Lerone Murphy just scooped up and, and took this fight. Um, I think Mirkwani's gonna give it, take another L. Um, Lerone Murphy is, is a lot better on the feet. I think he can, can stuff any takedowns from Mirkwani, and he can just win this fight. Um, I think he does it by decision. Uh, Mirkwani is, uh, is pretty tough, so. I uh, expect him to be able to take it. Um, I got one unit on Murphy by decision at plus 184. Wes? Yeah, I like Murphy in the, in this fight too. Um, he's, he's not, he's not a bad fighter, man. He, he's turning a pretty decent fighter. Um, 
I know uh, Amir Kwani, I, I don't I don't think he'll be able to get him out of there because man the the beating Edson put on him and stuff. He he's a really really tough dude. Um, I think it could get dicey in some spots though, man. Like like Murphy does have some finishing in him, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if if he ends up on top of uh, Amir Kwani in the in this fight, dropping some bombs down on him, man. So think that could get a little dicey. Um, I'll probably put Murphy in, in a parlay. Um, I was thinking about the under because um, I could I kind of I kind of think Murphy might might finish this fight, man. Uh, dude's really good, got some finishing. So I uh, like like Murphy, and I might look at the under, but Murphy definitely in a parlay. Brad, I thought I liked Murphy, uh, and I think I liked him before his last fight. Uh, but I, I liked them less coming out of that one. Uh, just really kind of looked tentative, slowed down a lot. So all the things that we usually say about Amir Khani, I think we kind of have some of those questions about Murphy too, or at least we should. And, and Amir Khani has been better as far as his cardio goes. He hasn't gassed nearly as bad as he used to. And even in the the most impressive Murphy performance, which was the, uh, the Ramos fight, he still got his back taken a bunch of times, and he just managed to reverse, and and that was Ramos still had a little bit more quit in him than he does now, uh, as we'll talk about later. But uh, I can see Amir Khani getting him in some bad spots in this one, so I'm staying away from Murphy. I'm considering Amir Khani, but I haven't pulled the trigger yet. Yeah, I'm going to pass on this one. I think there's, there's better spots either way. Um, Amir Khani's still a little bit dangerous. You know, he can, he has some good submissions. Um, his cardio seems like it's improved a bit. I think Murphy's the better of a fighter. I think he can kind of dictate where this fight probably ends up going. Um, so I think he wins probably a wide decision, but there could be some, some tense moments there. But yeah, it's going to be a pass. I just, I don't see, see value on either side on this one. All right. Why have a division? Michael Walla Candy, Shamil Gamzalov. The prelim's not as good in certain areas as the main card. Nishan? Yeah, there's some some ups and downs. Um, yeah, I don't know. The Gamzatov hasn't fought since uh, in, in two years. When he did fight finally for the OC, he looked very mediocre against a guy that is not very good and has lost a bunch. Um, I know Michael Candy has looked pretty terrible. He probably didn't deserve that win last time out. Uh, and before that, he got finished um twice in a row by I mean Jimmy Crute's not bad but that fight just was so quick it was insane uh losing to to OSP is not the greatest especially the way he yeah. lost to him um he beats a lot of guys like that that's true he's he lost uh, to he's his weird secret move. that is it's almost cheating that is it is cheating um I, I threw a half a unit on uh, Ola Candy inside the distance at plus 380. Uh, the dude still has decent power at, at light heavyweight. The guy's fighting hasn't fought in forever. You never know he could get caught. I think I thought that was worth uh, a decent stab at the big number. Wes? Yeah, the only... I, I wish Ola Candy would get a little shape, though. I'm probably going to 185. I, I just think he's he's kind of small up here. He does have a, a little bit of pop at, at 205, but, man, at la- last time out, that just that was not a good look for me. I, I think he's going to be the smaller guy here. Um, 
I, I'm not betting Gadsonball for anything, but I, I think it's price is probably right. Like flip a coin here, man. Like I could I could see this fight going so many different ways. Um, not a not a bad prop, Sean found. I just I, I don't know if Olovakandy's going to get the the punches, the power punches in on, on this dude. That he's going to need to get him out of there. So um, I, I kind of like Gadsonball here by the, by decision. Um, I'm not betting it though. I think it's a coin flip fight, so he's gonna be my pick, but it's it's a pass for me. Fred, uh, this is fraudulent Russian number two. This, this guy is not good. He hasn't fought anybody that's good. In fact, he's fought people like Rodney Wallace, shown <laughs> off the master, Eddie who Gordon. are downright bad. Rock. and he's Eddie going Gordon. to split <laughs> Um, so I'm, it, it's, it, we're around Halloween. Uh, I don't see any way that you can't take the Candyman in this one because even though he's a schlub and in terrible shape, uh, at least he's going to throw bunches for three rounds. And I can't say that about the other guy. Modest Bukaki though, man, put it on him. Modest Bukaki's tough they though. both put it on each other. <laughs> there's Bukaki. It happens. Bukaki it happened. happened. It was Bukaki and candy everywhere. Yeah, there was there was a lot. Um, you got a Russian guy who's average, who's been out two years, and we have a known terrible fighter. Tough, tough to pick one of those guys. <laughs> um, I'll take terrible Russian, um, who's been off for a while, just because I know for a fact Ola Candy is just absolutely terrible. We the Russian. We got to watch over here, too, I think, where they're fighting that these Russians and shit, they're going to get these close decisions. You know that's absolutely going to happen over here. So I Shouldn't think I get confused with the name here, though. Oh, can't. He better get him out of there. Yeah. Anyway, pass. All right. Welterweight division. Zaleski Dos Santos. Benoit St. Denis. Is that good? That was good. He's, good. he's from France. Yeah, that's, what, that's why, you know, I, I, I Frenched it. I Frenched it up. I put some French. Yeah, I, thought it was, I thought it was pronounced Benoit. I, I, I don't think so. I think that's the no. Texan version. What, 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 watch pronounce, your, watch your wife Texas, and kids. In, Tenec, in Texas, you pronounce every letter. Gotcha. It's the only way it makes sense to them. Sorry, Jerry. Yeah, they got to break it down letter by letter. Um, yeah, I don't have much here. I, I, I haven't seen uh, St. Denis fight. Um, all I will say is uh, Elijah Dushku got fucked. He won that last fight. That was garbage. Um, I stand by it. Uh, and I hope he wins because that would be bullshit if he uh, somehow has a two-fight losing streak with that bullshit decision. See, Wes? Yeah, that, that was horrible. Um, I, I think this Benoit dude is from some of the highlights I've seen, he's just wild. I think this, he's, he's going to get kind of crazy. I think, uh, oh, Elijah Dusku is, uh, he's going to stay tight and throw some nice strikes like he usually does. And, um, I think we're probably going to see a finish in this fight. So, um, not sure how Dusku gets there. I, I could see this, uh, getting to the mat and scrambles and him maybe catching a sub, but I'm just, I'm going to play the under here, uh, like the under two and a half. Um, hopefully Elijah Dushku, uh, gets a really nice win here after the bullshit that happened last time. Brent? Uh, I've never seen, um, 
Chris's illegitimate French son um, fight at all. But I still have no problem throwing Eliza Dushku in parlay here. I mean, you've got a guy who's been, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You've been got a guy that's been in the UFC for a decade now and fought a bunch of good guys and beat some good guys uh, against some French dude that he's subbed a bunch of bums. And he's not going to sub this guy. So he's probably going to get stuck on the feet and get beaten up. So I'll throw uh, Dushku and, and Petrovsky together. And that's some plus money, I think. Yeah, um, all I had to read was the last name. <laughs> Confirm he was French. Plenty. Dushku's not bad. Um, it, yeah, it, he's it, good. He's good, yeah. man. His stand, his stand is pretty good. He can rely on his grappling. His grappling's better than people think. Um, and he's fighting a French guy. I mean, guy's French. Not a French heavyweight from Africa. That doesn't count. Exactly. That doesn't count. He's not from Cameroon. <laughs> fighting an yeah. actual French guy. Yeah, he, 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 French. French guy. I don't even think you're allowed to fight in France. No, I think they, they just now legalized it, so they literally haven't been able to fight where they're from forever. They should go ahead and make it illegal again. Anyway, <laughs> I'll have him in a uh, – I'll have him in a parlay. God, it's just taking a while. How many fights are on this card? Holy shit. <laughs> Fuck me. Come. I need some weigh-in disasters to happen. All right. God, who are these people? Middleweight division, Albert Duryev versus Roman Kobolov. Now you're just making up random names to see if people catch on. You're just taking characters from movies and random Russian number seven. Come on. Not fooling me, UFC. New Sean? So Duryev is kind of, uh, he, he got hyped up on, on. Hyped up by series. who? No one knows who the fuck that is. He just He's on Contender Series. He's <laughs> one of these hyped up Contender Series guys. Uh, usually it's, it's not a bad idea to fade these guys. Big problem here. Uh, Roman Kopilov got subbed by Carl Roberson, who gets <laughs> subbed by literally anybody with a pulse and has went to a introductory Brazilian jiu-jitsu class. Uh, Duryev can sub people. That seems simple. Uh, I took Duryev by sub at plus 160 for a unit. What do you got, Lance? Or Wes? Wesley? Uh, Duryev... <sighs> I know it's it's contender high, but he looked pretty good in that fight, and he's fighting a bum here. Um, I like Duryev. I'm just going to take inside the distance. It's like minus one thirty. Um, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna mark this fucking bomb, dude. They're, they set him up coming off contender with a really easy fucking win. They want him to showcase here, so I like him inside the distance. Fred. Uh. Another couple of fraudulent Russians. Um, I might have to might have to bet on a draw here, because <laughs> um, some shit's gonna happen. Uh, but I know that the one guy is a huge fraud because he got submitted by Carl Roberson, uh, and that's that's embarrassing. That's, that's very embarrassing. Uh, but just thinking about these boring Russians fighting, I must have fallen asleep with my finger on the down arrow. Because I scroll all the way to the bottom of Duryev's record, and he got this is this is gonna shock you. He got knocked out by Ramazan Emiv. That's tough. that takes talent. Yeah, 
So both frauds suddenly going to get stopped here. Um, whatever the under is, seems like it makes sense. I got absolutely nothing to talk about in this one. Nothing. There's too many Russians. Why do we have 15 fights in this card? And why are all of them with Russians? Don't they know Russians are boring? French MMA fighters. There's going to be minimum two that get canceled. I hope so, man. Can I pick the cancellations? Like, can we do that? Only with that easy, Lance. I know. All right. Featherweight division. Ricardo Ramos versus, talk about fraudulent Russian, Brad. Dukahoff. This is number (laughs) This is a fraudulent Russian. Big time. Big fraud. New Sean. Yeah, Tug Me Off is uh, <laughs> Good he's, he's not the greatest. Um, Lance, Lance, Lance laughs at just the most juvenile ones. Just the, That's the, the best. You got to give it to him. I don't want to think about jokes. I want them to just hit me right <laughs> exactly. in the face. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really have a good read on this fight. Um, Ramos got pushed pretty damn hard by, by Bill Algeo. Um I, I guess Bill Algeo isn't bad. So it, it's not great that he had to basically panic wrestle Bill Algeo because when he was on the feet, he was in trouble. Uh, un, unfor- well, fortunately for him, Tug Me Off just doesn't throw very much on the feet. So this could be a, a slow-paced um, fight where Ramos might be able to mix in a little bit of wrestling. Um, I, I'll take Ramos as the dog, but I'm I'm not betting it. West. Yeah, Bill, Bill Algeo's a, a pretty pretty tough out. He's good. And a, and a dude that's mm-hmm. going to push you and push the pace. He's going to test you. And uh, Ramos got tested in that fight, and I, I, thought, he, I thought he won it. Um, he's not going to have to worry about that pace in this fight. Like, Tug Me Off doesn't fucking – he doesn't throw. He doesn't push a pace. Ramos is going to keep this fight kind of where he wants. I think he could, uh, you know, pick and pop on the feet if he had to just by – Throwing more, mix in some some takedown, some uh, takedown attempts, still some rounds here, man. As a dog, um, this is one of the Russians that that I'll I'll fade. I'll, I'll take some Ramos at some plus money. Bradley, I've already lost count of how many fraudulent Russians we're at at this point. There's a lot, and we haven't like got 12. the main card. Yeah, um, I, I like Ramos here. I, I used to think that he had. A lot of quit in him, and I, I can't think that after seeing that uh, Algeo fight, um, you know, an older version or a younger version of him would have just done did what he did against Lerone Murphy and just been like, no, you know what, I'm done. Um, but he won, and this is a guy who isn't going to throw nearly as much and is going to get tired. And uh, I think that when they're both fresh, Ramos is the more skilled guy anyway. Uh, he's very talented, and I, I, I like him in this spot. So, fading another Russian. Yep, I uh, I like Ramos here. It, it's more of a not. I, I like Ramos. Um, he's only twenty six. How fucked up is that? I thought he was like old as shit. Well, he like came in when well. he was like twenty one or twenty two. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's, like he's young on the roster. Yeah, yeah. Tukahov is terrible. That, that's what this, this plays about. He's bad. He doesn't like to throw strikes. He's a jackass. There's nothing good about this guy. He's fucking Russian. What else have to tell you? Like that's that's funny. Ramos here for for sure. Um, the line makes absolutely no sense. I think 
you got an inflated Russian line here uh, for no, for no reason. I think Ramos is tough. I don't think he's going to go away. I think he's going to be more active, and I think he'll push the pace a lot more with his grappling and try to. Tugov is not a good grappler either. Um, he's he's not well, for a Russian. He's not one of the. He's not yeah. at all. He has no. I think Ramos is actually probably the better grappler. Uh, I would say in this fight. So I like Ramos here at dog price. I think it's kind of a must bet. All right, we're almost there. Women's strawweight division. Amanda Hibas versus Verna Dandy Roba. No, it's Vina Handy Jova. Vina Handy Jova. Tug me off. Brazilian accent. There's a lot of stuff going on here. You, Sean? The Jobs. Um. When I look back, Amanda Hebas, like, I, I backed her in, in that fight that she lost to, to Rodriguez. <laughs> I expected her to be able to do what she did in the first round against Rodriguez. Um, so. And then she was just gone in the second and got knocked out in a strawweight fight against Marina Rodriguez. That is a very bad look. I don't know who um, And then when you look back in hindsight, like, Amanda Hebas beat Paige Van Zandt, Randa Marcos, Emily Whitmire. Granted, she did beat Mackenzie Dern, but that was kind of before Dern was good, I guess, sort of. She's never um, good? <laughs> She's never been good, though. I, when did that happen? Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't take much. Um, I literally have so little idea of these people. It. I just now, when I looked at it, realized that Marina Rodriguez was the one that just fought Mackenzie Dern. I, I had no idea what her name was. I thought it was just the girl who fought Mackenzie Dern. I'm not even kidding. I literally just go, oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I Why do you know, know Mackenzie Dern's name, fight. though? Huh? Why do you know Mackenzie Dern's name, though? Like, she's famous. That... She all the sucks, Brazilian too. She's terrible. No, it's, it, all the Brazilian women names They're run together. It's so, like the Russian men's yeah. names. Like when I re- if I read one more Magometa – they all run together, so yeah. unless I look at their roster, like who they fought, I literally have no recollection of them. Dern's popular; she's famous. I know her. Yeah, it's man. terrible, but I the, get it. The, the UFC at least tries to to make her. Popular. Everyone knows who Dern is. No one knows the, people. Mar- Rodriguez is the girl who beat Dern. She's not Rodriguez. <laughs> no one knows she is. I, literally, I literally watched the fight two weeks ago. No, so idea she is. no idea who she is. So I, just, I literally yeah, forgot no, her name until I just go, oh, she's the one that beat Dern. It's, it's so, so true. Bad. It is. That's fair. Uh, I'll pick the dog and tell Master. What's. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know here. Um, I, I think Rebus is, is probably the better fighter. I don't. I think that's such a horrible look losing to to Rodriguez. Uh, now I, I do think her striking is is decent, and um, she did beat the fuck out of Dern. I mean, she she didn't look bad in that fight. So um, I kind of kind of think Rebus is just a little bit better here. I, I like her to win by decision, but I, I'm not touching this fight. Fred, yeah, this is uh, not my anticipated fight tonight. Uh, but I, I, I do think Rebus wins relatively easily. I mean, Kendi Joba got outstruck by Mackenzie Dern. They all fought Dern. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this one? That's when you make it to the level. Dern's like the the peak. That's the She's test. The She's like Kevin Bacon. 
Wow. Pretty much. Oh, I gotta look she's this girl she's up. got more accents in her, her repertoire than Kevin Bacon. I got to look um, this girl up. I have no... Uh, uh, oh. Yeah, I've, I've seen it. it, 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 it she looks like Rob Schneider. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... He does look like... <laughs> <Yeah>. Rob Schneider's <laughs> uh, Brazilian long-lost daughter. I have definitely seen her. Now it's... <laughs> now you're going to be thinking together. about Rob Snyder for days. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty there. It's uncanny. <laughs> it is. It's not bad. Yeah, she got outstruck by Mackenzie Dern, and Rebus was able to outwrestle Mackenzie Dern, and this one couldn't. So I like Rebus. Not playing it, but like I like her as in she wins. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll copy that. <laughs> I think she wins. I won't bet on it. Um, cool. I mean, I'll probably be knee deep in football while this one's going on. So that's the beauty of these morning cards too. And just like during football season, like I don't have to really pay attention to every fight. I can also watch football. Yay for football. All right. Light heavyweight division. Now we get the main card. Main card is fucking flawless. This is just a perfect main card. Uh, light heavyweight division. Magomed, Ankalaev, Vulcan, Ozdemir. Yushan. I'm sure Brad's going to call on Ankalaev another one of these Russian frauds. Uh, and he didn't, he didn't look great against Krylov. We'll, we'll say that. It was, it was very underwhelming. Um, I still think Ankalaev has decent skills, especially at this weight class. Uh, it, it doesn't take too much. Um, He's a guy that basically, in, unless you're absolutely horrible or if you're dumb as rocks and will just run at him like uh, cute labia, he pretty much doesn't finish you. Um, I think this is going to be kind of just a, a, a slow plotting stand-up fight against Uzdemir. And and I think Ankalaev is just going to be the busier fighter, the guy that's uh, that's landing more. Might not be as hard, but he's going to be landing more. Uh, so I took Ankalaev by a decision at plus 235, uh, one unit. Wes? <laughs> so you're, that's why Ankalaev is good, is because he, the only, like, really the only guy that he's lost to is the GOAT, right? He almost survived against Bearju. I mean, he made it almost all 15 minutes with that man. Well, that's why he's pretty fucking good. He quit. His only losses to the to the. Yeah, yeah, he didn't yep. just lose. He quit. It, it's weird he hasn't quit. asked for a rematch because you know he knows what would happen. He would just not. Mm-hmm. Bearju wouldn't take as long. He doesn't have to prove a point this time. Yeah, I, I like Ankalaev, but man, the the guys that that he's fought, even the ones that were like okay, <laughs> like you know, cute labia, just. Ran right in the punches and shit. The 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 guy that you know that that fought him and kind of slow pace fight and stuff. Krylov, he didn't look great against. Uh, this is just gonna be like a really close fight. Like this this is gonna be uh, slow pace rounds. Not a lot of punches being thrown. We've seen uh, Uzumir how how he fights. Man, it's the same shit. I don't know how you couldn't take a shot on, on the dog here. Uh, it's another one where I'm just going to take a number and a fight that I think is going to be a close decision. Uh, uh, Uzumir is, is like plus 750 or something by decision. 
that's something I definitely want to have in my life. Uh, I just think this is going to be a close coin flip fight, and maybe Ankalaev gets a little bit of favorable uh, decision here. So be it. Uh, I'll be happy for Sean, but I got to take a shot on that on that plus seven fifty ticket here for me. Great comment by our friend Hyper Blue. We've all seen Handy Joba, but can she see us? That's just that's or tremendous. She can see a bunch of us at the same time. <laughs> she can see your twin brother across the room. <laughs> All right, Brad. Um, I don't want to say Ankalaev is fraudulent, uh, but he's definitely counterfeit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hurting oh, me. God. I mean, that's hurting me. Anything I had bear juice dub in that bite. Didn't that was start? Didn't wasn't that the start of it? Was that the start of the bear juice? Was that no, that of? wasn't his first fight. His first fight, he oh, okay. he fought someone shitty. Yeah, um, and he won. I don't and Lance what. saw his nickname on Sure Dog, and he was yeah. all about but, him. But, but was, then he started hitting like plus five hundred tickets. And the, the legend oh, of the Bear Jew yeah. was yeah. that I, flight, though. I literally saw his name and have blindly bet him every single fight of his career since then. That's uh, every fight. He's very you gotta get him back in the cage. I know. Oh, that was gonna be so good against Gustafson. He so was gonna good. murder him. His first fight was Henrique de Silva, and then he had to throw a couple fights in there. Um, just to, I'll, I'll, I'll always have nightmares about the Bergio though, and gambling because of the fight where he snaps a dude shit, and we oh, still and inside, baby. we still don't get our sub money. I know, <laughs> Sean, inside. That was so bad. He literally broke his arm in yep. half. And the ref was like, knock and it he, out. And he, and he tapped like 17 <laughs> yeah, times. Like, he was tapping like this because his arm was all broken. Both, both of his arms were like that, dude. Like, oh, this is such a, it was like one of those inflatable things in front of car dealers. <laughs> and people like, oh my God, is this fight over? <laughs> oh, <man>. God. <laughs> That's great. He's, um, he's, so, he's the best fighter ever. Fair. He's he's incredible. He, he's, he's better so than both these guys for sure. Uh, I love that his style, his nickname is Bear Jew, and he fights like like exactly how he is. He's like perfect for like what we like. <laughs> yeah, uh, it could have gone very poorly. Like it, it could have been a uh, somebody trying well, to steal the king's nickname. Well, the funny thing is, if he doesn't get that last second sub versus Ankalev, he's probably cut. That would have been his third loss in a row, and yeah. then he ends up going on this winning streak. <laughs> Yep, oh, one of the most beloved jackpot. figures in the UFC, and, and le- legitimately having some fans in the sport now. Like, people oh, great! Yep, fucking bear Jew. I think I made him more famous. Let's be real. I think yeah. I made him than he is today. I mean, we created Thick Willie's career. Like, yeah, he's he's got to start living up to yeah, our, I mean, the height we gave him. Everyone would not be as down with the thickness if it wasn't for us. He, so. he turned it. He turned it around last time. I can yes, give it to him. Starting to live up. You know, a lot of the guys that we picked and became gigantic fans of way early have become pretty good. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. We made yeah. some. You got to get the MMA analysis. Uh, fucking Dubronx. Day one. You got. Yeah. You got to get the push. You got to get the bump. Over. I mean, this second career of his mm-hmm. coincides with us. 
Just saying. Yep. Uh, anyways, uh, Ankolaev is the more skilled guy, but he does not throw enough. Uh, as Wes said, this is going to be a close fight. I don't think he can just out-wrestle Ozdemir for 15 He can do it at points in the fight, and that's probably why he'll win. But I still think it's going to be close enough that I'm going to take a shot on Ozdemir. And that's his nice. I've always thought Ozdemir sucked. Always. The whole time. He's not good. He's good at nothing. He landed a couple big shots. Anklov's better just absolutely everywhere. And you talk about how, you know, Ankolaev's not going to throw enough. Have you watched Ozdemir fight? Like, he throws approximately three and a half punches a fight. One of them's a feint. But Um, he always makes his opponent do the same thing. Maybe, but Ankolaev, I think, is he's gonna be? I think he's gonna be a little more active. I think he is gonna grapple a little bit. I think he's gonna point score in this one if he has to. And Volkin can get fucked up. Like he can get fucked up with a single punch. He doesn't have exactly the best chin. Would not surprise me whatsoever if Ankolaev lands one early and gets him out of there. You know, pretty early as well. So I like Ankolaev. I think I think that line is completely fair. I think it's a good parlay piece. Um, and Volkin sucks. He's always sucked. He's never been good. He might have been one of the least talented fighters to ever fight for a title that was kind of like earned and not like thrown or he worked his way up into mm-hmm. a title. He might be one of the worst I've ever seen to get there. Yeah, so that's I, up to him. That's fair. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't think he even won the fight to, to get him up to the, no. that level. He's uh, not. But, but I'll take some plus 750 here, minus 280, laying the juice. I, I think if you bet a glad, it, it's probably, you know, how Sean – Looking for a prop, man. Uh, but he, he's better. You're right. Just a huge number on a close fight. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Anyway, let's move on. Here we go. Here we go, baby. Welterweight division. The go. Ding Liang, the motherfucking leech. Taking on Kamazit Chim. I got nothing. I don't know who this guy is. We got the leech. You, Sean? The leech versus the goat. This guy sucked. Um, Disappointed, Sean. He let a fake. He let a fake pandemic take him down. (laughs) Does he even watch OAN? None of that was real. Fucking turn Newsmax on, bro. Like, goddamn, it's a. It's funny because the pandemic gave him unbelievable hype that he and then took it away, and then it took it away. So it's it's an angry bitch. Yeah. Uh, oh, you like that career? You liking that? <laughs> uh, I, I love Jangalang. I've bet him a bunch. I, I made some pretty sweet money uh, last time against Bonzanibio with him. Um, just regardless, this is going to be a tough fight, I believe. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not. I kind of hope Jemayev just walks through him, and then I can fade him against somebody better next time out because I am not betting on Jangalang and uh I, anytime Jangalang has lost for the most part he's got out wrestled I do think Chemayev can can out wrestle him but he's got lots of questions COVID is he an absolute fraud I, I just hope I don't miss the the chance to uh to fade him uh I hope it's not this time but we shall see I don't know how you can call him a fraud got a chance right now you're you're not at, taking it this time. You're, I wanna, you're at that. Let it grow the, some more. You're at the beginning of that road, though. I yeah. Think, to where I like, 
it's now. The number is just yeah. too huge to not start now. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you can call a guy a fraud who beat John Phillips, Rise McKee, and Meerkat. <laughs> how are you going to call a guy a fraud? And then he takes 13 months off. I mean, hey, yeah, I bet he was getting good during that 13 months. Working hard, retiring, getting big, retiring, Having working been, on his skill set, retiring. There's a lot that happened during that blood. 13 months. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> retiring from coughing up blood from COVID but having cried off, fucking call you up on the phone. Like, nah, motherfucker, you're fighting or some dudes. If you showed up. <laughs> Dude, kind of a drama queen, too. All the, the whining like a little baby on Twitter. Mm-hmm. This guy's about to be janglanged. Yeah, look, I – I think Chimiev is like is good, man, but he's he's so he's so he's so unproven and then look the COVID shit is real, man. Like nobody knows how he's gonna react once he gets into a fist fight, how his shit's gonna hold up. We have no idea what, what his cardio is gonna be. Uh Sean points out the the best point about Jang Lang. Like Chimiev's gonna wanna get this fight to the mat. And he's gotten them there so far, but it's against John Phillips and <laughs> some couple bombs. Uh, Jangling's takedown defense isn't horrible. Um, he's going to need it here and he's going to need to keep it on the feet. I think if he does, man, and like puts this guy in a tough fight, uh, Jangling has some pressure too, man. Put him in a tough fight. If this gets into the second and third round, I like it even more for, for old Jangling. Um, I just think the main point is here is he's a, he's at that uh, Chimio is at the point now to where they're giving him decent competition and it's only going to go up from here. And if you're getting plus four fifties at this point, it, it starts now. If you're going to fade him, you got to start doing it now and forward. If he smokes um, jangling, so be it. I got a huge number. I'll get a bigger win next time. Uh, but you got to take some jangling here at plus four fifty. Brad, rumor has it John Phillips is Jordan, Jordan Burroughs wrestling coach. Did you know that? Yeah. yeah that's top line. The English John Phillips too. Like it's, I mean, that, yeah, that wrestling is just nuts. Bryce McKee and Phillips combined taught everything guys like Jordan Burroughs, Kyle Snyder, those kind of guys know. So I mean, don't sleep on that wrestling from John Phillips. We kind of make fun of European wrestling and like the British wrestling. Yeah, but if right. it wasn't for them, then wrestling wouldn't have spread out to the rest of the world. So really, that is the birthplace. Generation um, starter. Yeah, exactly. This um, is the Kamazad Chimaev era. COVID. I, I don't know what that is. It's like the Machida era, except for beating John Phillips and Rise McKee. <laughs> like, it, it's amazing that this guy, who we don't even know is good, Based on, you don't even know his name. Was... <laughs> no, <It's... laughs> don't know his name. Don't know anything. He doesn't know if he wants to fight. Um, as Wes said, Katarov's got his family like tied up in a basement somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you no know fight? <laughs> Your wife said you want to fight. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, He's beaten these bums, and like he, he knocked out Meerkat, which that's a decent enough win, but it still didn't tell us anything. So now he's fighting a guy who, yeah, he's probably going to be able to take down. I don't think he's going to smash him or or smash or whatever those 
Smithies. Yeah, whatever they say. Uh, he's not going to submit him. And Lil Jangalang's going to keep fighting. That that man comes back after the first verse, and he takes the, the chorus in the corner and comes out hard for the second verse. He comes out hard for the third verse. Uh, and and little J- Jangalang just uh, just keeps flowing with everything. And I think uh, the COVID's going to take an old toll on on Mr. Chimaev in this one. And not only am I playing Jangalang straight, I, I'm definitely going to sprinkle on the round three at, at plus 3,300. Fair. Um, what does it say? I mean, I'm going to fade this guy. It didn't matter who was coming into this cage. It did not matter who's going up Saturday. I'm I'm fading this fella. I mean, there's a lot of things here. We we could talk all day about the opponents. The everyone freaked out of him out. It's like me out wrestling a baby. They'd be like, "Holy shit, this is the next Olympic champion." He just out wrestled a baby. That's basically what happened with this Chimiev at the time when everyone was banging on the fucking, just showing up at the island trying to punch their ticket into the UFC, trying to get in that fucking island cage. <laughs> um, there was a lot going on at that Right time. on the beach. It right just, everyone beach. just, people were fucking taking kayaks through Abu Dhabi, just trying to get <laughs> in that fucking cage and banging <laughs> on the door. I mean, Jimmy oh, came in God. at just the height of the movement uh, to get there. Jing Lang is kind of the perfect person to do this <laughs> because he just like the problem with Meerkat. Meerkat might have been able to beat him if he wasn't so fucked up in the head. He he was beat when he walked in there. He was scared. Jangling doesn't give a shit. Like if you think this guy's gonna be scared of this, you you he does not give a shit. He is gonna go there and throw fucking bombs. That's all he's gonna do. If he gets taken down, he's gonna try to get up. He's not gonna give up. He's not gonna quit. And every second they're in the fight, he is gonna be sprinting towards him, throwing absolute bombs and. I don't think Chimiev's going to be up for that pressure. I think his cardio is not going to be able to last three rounds. you got a guy who hasn't fought in 13 months, who had COVID, which if you don't believe it's fake, it is a respiratory issue. Who knows how his cardio is going to be at the time off COVID, all that good stuff. And Jang is going to keep going. You can take him down the first. You can, you can burn your energy. But then the second starts. Back on your feet. He's going to get tired, tired, tired. And I think I think it's only a matter of time before the leech gets in there or – we could see Chimiev come in and just be fucking – who knows what's going on with this guy head. He might freak out in the first five seconds and just get his ass beat. But I think at plus 450, plus 500, whatever it is now, you have to. You don't have a choice here. You, this is not what. This is not a matchup where you see a guy that's minus 500. This to me is a close fight that could go either way, and I got to take it here. So, may you – good one. All right, let's go. Man, this fight, this card's this part, phenomenal. And now we have Volkov. Sorry. Heavyweight division. Alexander Volkov. Marcin Tabura. Hey, Sean. I've lost a good amount of money uh, betting against Tibera. I've just never really And Volkov. Saw it. <laughs> and he just finds a way to win. Um, granted, heavyweight is a very flawed division. Walt Harris was... Winning until he wasn't, which is pretty much all Walt Harris's fights. Um, I thought Greg Hardy looked all right in the first round against him, too. Um, going toe-to-toe with Ben Rothwell a year ago. <sighs> Man, I- I'm not going to lose any more money. I- I- I'm not going to take a side on this one. Tibera might be able to get Volkov down once or twice. 
and, and make this a closer fight than, than what the odds say. But uh, Volkov's the much better striker. Uh, dude actually uses his reach okay. Um, so I think he can, can keep Tiber away with the, with his jab and, and win a boring decision. What's, <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's kind of how I see it going. I, like, I, I've lost against Tibor a lot too. Um, I just, I think this is a bad matchup for him, man. Um, most of the guys that, that he's beaten lately, he's been able to get inside and, and land some of that power that he has. Uh, Volkov just uses his reach way too well. They're in a big cage. Um, just kind of see Volkov staying on the outside and getting a boring decision here. Um, I'm probably going to take a small little shot on that. I think Volkov by decision is like plus 230 or something like that. I think that's worth a, worth a little sprinkle if you're betting on Volkov. Brad? Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm still thinking about how much Chimaev is. Sorry, I'm, I got a little distracted. <laughs> uh, Actually, apparently he's also training in Vegas with the absolute dumbest sack of bricks in MMA, uh, Jake Shields or Sean Strickland. Take your pick. Um, so that's that's going to go well for him. Uh, Jake as far Shields as is a burning disability. Sean, Strick- Sean Strickland's just a sociopath. He has definitely murdered someone. Uh, apparently former child uh, Nazi, too. So. I saw that. I mean, <laughs> before... I Reform it. Nazi. I mean, give the guy a break. He used to be a Nazi, and he was like, <laughs> he, oh, he, realized, cool. he realized that the that the darks were people too. <laughs> and the interview was with Ariel. <laughs> yeah, he's he's he's, not he's right a character. Here. He's gonna go to jail for a long I, time. Except I don't think he's a character, which is the problem. Yeah, this is real. This is not an yeah. act. He's a legit sociopath who will yeah. be murdering a prostitute in the next two years. <laughs> yep. Uh, as far as this fight goes, I. I don't have a, a strong feeling on it either way. Um, I think it's going to go to decision. Uh, I, I know it's not the traditional one and a half uh, fatties, but I, I do like the over. I do like fight goes to decision around plus money. Uh, so that's how I see it going. If I had to pick somebody, sure, it's probably going to be the minus 300 favorite. Uh, but I, I can see a scenario where Tybura gets inside, ties him up, takes him down, and, and we get a, a really greasy, fatty split. Yeah, I like uh, I like Volkov here. I don't know if I've ever bet on Volkov. I fucking hate Volkov. I mean, he's tall, he's Russian, he's boring. Nothing I like there. But Tabura's just not good enough. And I don't think – if Tabura can't get inside and get you on the ground, he's not going to win – Volkov is not that easy to take down. He's got good takedown defense. He's he's long. He's rangy. And I think he just sticks and moves and Volkov's him, which means put me to sleep. And hopefully I wake up before the next fight. But I think the line is – I think it's low. I, I think Volkov's an easy winner here. I'll have him in a parlay piece, and it's going to be extremely boring. Uh, no one will be hurt in this fight. So feel free to bring your kids and, and families into this fight. It's going to be a nice family affair. All right. Let's move on now to lightweight division. Islam Makashev, the uh, second coming of Jesus Christ, uh, taking on Dan Hooker. You, Sean? I know some guys on here have hated on uh, on mac and cheese. Uh, All of us? He's Russian? Yes. Uh, I've been able to cash the last two times out with, with taking him inside the distance. I know he uh, he went to a shit ton of decisions, but um, dude has some wrestling skills. Uh, and against certain fighters, he, you know, Drew Dover, who has a 
a bit of a hole in his game. He can he can take advantage. Um, to me, this is a pretty big step up. We're actually going to see kind of how how good this guy is because Dan Hooker is pretty damn good on the feet. Um, he's kind of mixed in a bit of wrestling. I really wish this was a five round main event on a on a fight night card. I I think we've ha- we might have an even bigger chance to to cash a big dog in this one. Um, I still think Dan Hooker has a shot in this fight because when it's on the feet, Dan Hooker is going to be a level or two or above uh, mac and cheese. Hopefully, the the threat of the takedown doesn't just completely um, just stalemate Hooker's offense. I just don't think it will. I think he trusts his his wrestling enough at this point to to be able to let his hands and his feet go. Um, so I think it's worth a shot. Uh, when it hit plus five hundred. That was the point where I said I'm in. Uh, I bet it for a unit. Uh, mac and cheese is good. He he is probably going to wrestle his ass off. I I think this is a good test for him, and uh, and hopefully Hooker can can time a a shot and, and land a knee, and and we can all cash some money. This hype is almost worse than the Jimmy F hype. It's almost why worse. do you say that, Lance? Because everyone's acting like Jimmy is is better than he is, right? Everyone's acting like Makashev is legit the greatest fighter who's ever lived. His best win is Drew Dober. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't get it. It's like if you're wrestling, wrestling, if you're Russian and can wrestle, everyone thinks you're Habib. This guy's best win is Drew Dober and Tiago Moises. Like, can we slow the fuck down? I, I, I think it's a thing where he it's Habib really and wants to fight him. It, it's no, it's the thing that happened with Usman. Nobody wanted to fight that dude. I, I never believed that shit. I don't believe that shit for a second. I don't know. He's he wants somebody good, and it's taken. Who brought would beat this guy so bad? His wife would be feeling it in the morning. This ain't real. He's not getting don't anybody good. Him. Because no one knows who he is. Fighting, yeah, he's not fighting anybody decent, and he doesn't have a, a decent ranking. Or I mean, he was time. matched up multiple times with RDA. I thought that was going to be a good test. That's um, a washed up bum. That doesn't do shit for me. Like this yeah, I know, but it's a name and it's somebody. <laughs> like, it's better than fucking fighting Tiago Moises. Everyone's talking well, about mean, this ducking shit. Now, I don't get it. Now, now he's going to get uh, um, a big step up in Dan Hooker uh, in this spot. And I, I've been a mac and cheese kind of believer. I think he's really good. But we don't we don't know if he's great or not. Um, it's going to be the best guy he's ever fought this time. Um, yeah, I mean... This line's just at a point, man, to where he could be that. It's like prove it. Like at around plus, it's still what plus four fifty. There's some plus four sixty out there. That's crazy for a high level guy like Dan Hooker, uh, Sean Dre. Anytime this fight is on the feet, um, he's got a chance, man. Um, is Mike and Cheese gonna gonna get those takedowns and and just and lay on Hooker? I mean, there's a chance. Uh, at least I, at least I know Hooker's active off of his back and tries to do shit, tries to get up, tries to go for reverses and shit. So, um, I'll put my money on that at plus four fifty every time. And, and if I if I lose, I lose, man. Uh, prove me wrong. Headline's just crazy. This motherfucker still found a way to get a guy with no wrestling skill, though. I hate this Makachev guy. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Like, call it Gregory, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> You got to wrestle him. Do it. That's the thing about the ducking thing, right? Pick a guy that might be not ranked top five. All the guys ducking you are like top five, right? 
Pick someone that's in the you know ten to fifteen who's tough as shit. That's how you get those big fights. Not fighting Drew Dober. He's got abs, but Brad. Uh, yeah, I'm. I have to take a shot on Hooker here. Um, you, you have to. Mac and Cheese, as we've already said, he's beaten decent guys. He hasn't beaten the type of guys that make him deserving of being a minus 600 favorite against you know, a guy who was in title contention talks in his last fight or two fights ago. Um, and there was a point in his career where Hooker could not wrestle at all. When this dude first came into the UFC, couldn't wrestle a bit. Uh, and then he realized he should probably learn, and he's gotten better. Um, he, he hasn't really been out wrestled in, in any of his last, any of the last like five years or so, and uh, he can mix it in himself. So I don't think he's just going to get ragdolled in this one. If it does go to the ground, he's good enough that he's not like subbed or dominated there. And like Magachi's still did get knocked out by a single Adriano Martins punch back in the day. Like, that's not something that just goes away. If Hooker catches him with something clean, uh, he's, he could go night-night. So uh, I'm looking, and I'm going to take some Hooker straight. Um, Hooker TKO I, is plus 11 at uh, DraftKings, and I can get plus 800 inside. So... I'm going to spring on Hooker. And I don't like Australians there, or New Zealand, or whatever. Whichever That's one. That's the same thing. That's the same country. Yeah. It's fine. Shiji. Let's go. You can, you can throw them in. Um, as you guys know, I hate more fighters than I like. I think that's quite obvious, right? I think it's, it's Judaism is what it's called. And I... Makashev might be number one on my list of guys I want to see lose in the UFC right now. Number one. Can you think of a guy you'd rather lose than Makashev? The hype in fucking DC, that fat piece of garbage. Like, DC is one of the main reasons I think I hate Makashev. Habib, one reason. Man, shouldn't be allowed to say Drew Bronx's name. He's not allowed to talk about him. He's not there. And I, I can't think of a guy I want to lose more. And Hooker's an interesting case. Like, we talked about it with the leech. He's going to go in and not give a shit. Hooker never gives a shit. That guy ran out of shits a long time ago in the cage. Like, he is going to throw. He, if you take him down, he's not going to lay there like Drew Dober. Like, he's not going to – he's not Davey Ramos who's going to gas out and lay there. He's going to constantly make Makachev work. And I think he's going to be able to get back to his feet. And I think he's going to be able to stuff takedowns. And Makachev really hasn't – outside of getting just cleaned out – by Martins. He hasn't really <laughs> faced much adversity in his career where he gets a guy down, then he just, he's on top, right? He's on top to the end of the round. Then he gets him down easy. Hooker's not going to let him do that. He's not going to let him chill. And if I was to pick a matchup for, for Makashev to face, knowing he's the guy I want to lose the most, it would not be Dan Hooker. With that said, Hooker is an interesting challenge, which is how he is, his aggressiveness, his power, his striking. And at plus 500, it's, I said this with the, the Leech fight, and I think even more so here. Um, I, this fight, this line's a little bit higher than the Leech. I think this line is absolutely bonkers. It's Dan Hooker. Like, he's good. He's not some kind of bum. So he I like just Hooker a favorite here. favorite against Michael Chandler. I know. I know. <laughs> Literally, the guy who – Hooker was a fight away from fighting for the belt, and now he's plus 500 versus a guy who 
who beat Drew Dober. Like, fucking congrats, dude. Uh, I like Hooker here, plus 500. This is going to be a, a special secondary pick because we're going plus 500 today in the podcast. Donnie Donowitz. Donnie yeah. Donowitz pick of the week is back. Um, we're here. Old Donnie Donowitz, Bear Jew Knight. All right, let's move on now to the co-main event of the evening. As we have in the Bantamweight division, Peter Yan versus Corey Sandhagen. White man can't jump. It's a great fight, though. It's a great fight. Can't jump. So unathletic. Flying knee, one of Lance's favorite fights. So, <laughs> you got I mean, pretty, high, you got pretty pick, high on that one. Everyone can pick 38-year-olds to beat up. That's fine. This guy uh, has oh, not athletic oh, bone nah, body. Nah, he's 38. Nah, yeah, okay. I mean, I made that age up. How close was I? Here. Was I close? Is it 38? Let's see. <laughs> Who cares? I want to see how accurate I was. B38. 40! Oh, so he was probably 39 at the time. Pretty close. Pretty close. You I think Peter, if, if Peter Jan is smart, he will He's, switch up. <laughs> Let and, me just stop you right there. <laughs> Let me just stop you. Did Not you how say you his last That's what I'm banking on. If Peter Jan, this is what I'm banking on. have the belt right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. These are all very true things. That's why I said if he was smart, he would mix in takedowns because I think that is an easy way for him to win this fight. I don't think he's going to do that. I think this is going to be a stand-up fight. And Corey Sandhagen is pretty fucking good on the feet. Uh, I, I don't think Peter Jan is obviously invincible on the feet. Aldo had lots of success against him on the feet. Aljamain Sterling had obviously lots of success on the feet. Sandhagen is fucking good. I know there's uh, another person on this podcast that will disagree, but he is fucking good. Uh, I thought he won the last fight. Uh, it was close, but TJ Dillashaw is, is a pretty damn good fighter. Um, I think Sandhagen throws some wild shit, and I think he can possibly hit uh, Jan with some, some crazy shit and, and get him out of there. Um, I know he's kind of folded, uh, in, in some scenarios, but he, he's also come back after getting kind of smoked, uh, early on in his career as well. So, uh, I think he's going to have some success on, in this fight. I think it's going to be a lot closer than, uh, what the odds say. Um, I got Sandhagen for a unit inside the distance at plus 415. is a loser. Wes? Yeah, I think this is going to be going to be a fun fight. Um, Sean's right. Like, uh, I, and I, I like Peter Yan. Uh, I've liked Peter Yan for a long time. The dude's very skilled. Um, this is going to be a kickboxing match, though. Um, and, and we saw Otto have a ton of success against him until he gassed, like, like he always does. Um, Sanhagen's not going to gas in this fight. Um, I think Sanhagen has the way better chance of of getting uh, Yan out of there. Uh, he's got the more dynamic uh, stuff that he can land and uh, and in this fight. Um, I just think the line uh, is a little wide here. Uh, I think it probably goes 25 minutes, and uh, I think these rounds are, are going to be kind of close. It's who gets who, who lands the, the little bit better shit of the round that, that's going to take them. Um, and I just think Sanhagen is going to look a little better, going to land a little bigger shit. So, um at, at where the line is now, I'm I'm going to take a small shot, uh, n- nothing big. It's it's one of my smaller uh, plays on on all the dogs that I bet on this card because I think Peter Yan is is really fucking good too. Uh, just a great fight though, and I'll take a small shot on the dog. Brad, I've been talking all night about fraudulent Russians. Not this one. Not this one. This guy's not. 
he's he's not. He's <laughs> he's good. He's very good. He's stupid um, and ugly uh, and all those normal Russian qualities. Um, but he's good at fighting. Um, yeah, I uh, I think he's going to win. Even though I will say, there's a lot of people that think Corey Sandhagen just beat TJ Dillashaw, who's let's be honest, better in every way than Peter Yan. He's he's just Peter Yan's like a poor man's TJ Dillashaw. <laughs> Put it that way. Um, so I think this is going to be competitive, uh, but I think that Jan is actually going to win some takedowns. I don't think he's going to do it a lot, but I think he's going to do it enough that it's going to take an extra couple of rounds, and he's going to end up uh, taking a decision here. But, yeah, it, it's going to be competitive. Uh, I, I can't fade Jan in this spot, though. I, I do think that he gets done. Yeah, everyone knows I hate Russia. I mean, that's been very clear. Russia, not a friend. Um, but man, Peter Yan is about to beat the shit out of Corey Sandhagen. I don't see this remotely close. I don't see what he does here to be better other than being, you know, goofy, unathletic, white guy stuff. I, I, don't, I don't know what he can do here. You got, you got an athlete with a lot of skills, and you have a redheaded fella who has somehow never been able to find a gym in his town. And just roams around, just like spinning sideways and like, I don't know, not good. Um, Peter Young will use his wrestling because he does when he needs to. Um, when he strikes and he has an advantage, he does that. Um, Peter Young, and we joke around, he's an idiot. He lands the knee, all that kind of stuff. But he does do what he has to do. He has not lost in a while. I don't, obviously, the Alger thing doesn't count. And I think, I think if there, it's a pure technical boxing match, I think he's the better boxer here. I think Sandhagen's throws the weird shit, throws the spinning shit all that weird lanky guy stuff. But I think Peter Jan's just better. I think he's better every, everywhere. I think he just beats the crap out of him. I think Sandhagen's tough enough to survive, but I think this is just an extremely wide decision. So I'll have Peter Jan in a parlay. Let's now move light heavyweight division. We've been waiting for it. Long time. Jan Blahovitz, Glover to Shara. You, Sean? Rajweight champion becomes light heavyweight champion. The the time has finally come. Um, he just had to to time this resurgence in his career with the the 12-year-olds growing into to men and being absolute just amazing uh training partners in the garage. Um they're obviously keeping him young. I think uh if Jan is smart, he will just jab and not try to hurt Glover because Glover doesn't know the fight starts until he gets rocked and his brain kind of wakes up. Um, so I think Jan would be just be smart to do that. I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's going to clip Glover and then Glover's going to do what he does and, and scramble and, and get Jan down. And four seconds later, he's in mount and he's absolutely smashing this guy into the, into the canvas. And then Jan will probably, you know, Oh, Got to give up that neck, and and Glover gets a sub to become the light heavyweight champion. The worst uh, thing you can do as a fighter is have Glover go unconscious during a fight. <laughs> that is just the very like people always say like, oh, he doesn't start fighting until he sees blood or gets rocked. Glover doesn't start fighting until he's literally unconscious. <laughs> Once that man needs that reset, that brain reset. Yeah, it's like he reverts 20 years in the past, and he's just a young man again. He's rested. Yep. 
got all the reflexes and everything of a, a, a 25-year-old Glover. Hell yeah. Uh, you, can't, you can't really jab Glover because Glover's actually a good striker with good wrestling. So if you're just going to try to pick him, and, he's gonna be, there's no way to beat this man. He's unbelievable. It's it's going to be a glorious day on Saturday. Uh, I got Glover plus two forty for a unit. Glover inside plus three fifty for a unit, and Glover sub plus eight forty for point two five. This line is stupid. I saw I saw earlier. It was up. To, it was something even worse. Plus two seventy. Yep. What fight uh, are we watching? It's FanDuel. Yep. What's it? And, and, this is the kind of fight where Jan's going to try to follow him to the ground pretty quickly or even work a takedown, get swept and instantly choked out. What an idiot. Wes? Yeah. The, the, this is going to be a, a glorious, glorious day. What a um, cry. I mean, and just thinking about Dobronx and Glover, just all happening in, in the same year is just – one of the great, it would be one of the greatest years in, in MMA, MMA history, man. Um, but there's not a lot of breaking this fight down for me. I, I think, I think we all know how it's, how it's going to go. Jan's going to, going to clip him. It's going to happen. He's <laughs> gonna get, going to sleep. He's going to, he's <laughs> going to get clipped. He's going to get hurt. And then he's going to go into fucking Glover fucking survival mode. And that's when he's most dangerous, man. He'll find a takedown. He'll work to some kind of sub. That's exactly what's going to happen. Glover's going to have that belt. Um, I like every bet that Sean is on. Um, heavy on the money line. I like him inside the distance and a sprinkle on sub. Uh, that's exactly what's going to happen. Clip, take down, that's, choke. That's the Glover special. Yeah. He's plus 200. How, him dude, money it, line, him inside the distance. It's it's not he feels so. like it. I mean, how how else is this supposed to go? What do, what have we watched for the past like three years? What if it's, Glover just like jabs him for for twenty five minutes and? <laughs> and you know what? I, I don't care. I'm grab, happy with grab that too. The, That'll be worth the it. Belt. It'll be worth it. Not possible for that man. I would it, I would enjoy that more to get twenty five minutes of Glover literally winning yeah. a fight, so I can yeah. enjoy it. Well, it's it's it, all these guys always talk about their after parties after they get a big win. Glover has had this is the same place for every single after party he's ever had after a win. The fucking ambulance. Every time that guy is just jamming out in the ambulance because like half his face is falling off as he's getting the dub. Takes a bottle then of then Jack with him. Then in he's the gonna ambulance, get shit faced on go. some shit faced yeah. on some McKellen. Then he mm-hmm. said like, uh, "I drink," and he's like, "This dude's like." I don't drink during camp or none away. I have some wine here and a couple and a of beer. beers. Like bullshit, Clover. Like yeah. he ties it on. Fuck it, it works, man. I mean, Danbury's a rough area, man. You you gotta you gotta just survive there. Imagine what the <laughs> fucking neighborhood kids look like at nineteen. Like these fuckers are all trained. Probably got necks like that and shit. When like, was the? When? How long ago was the first like? When it first goes, wow. the like, first it has to be like countdown. eight years. Yeah. That was like one of the hardest I've ever laughed. It's like a UFC countdown show. <laughs> we're soaking in a fucking garbage can. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Yeah. Just beating the shit like out for like the kid. rampage fight. It was so long ago. It was almost like. Do you remember that skit on SNL with Peyton Manning 
when he was the football coach and he was just pegging footballs at the kids' backs and yelling at him. That's like Glover's camp on that UFC countdown. Like it could have legit been an SNL skit. Like, hi, I'm Glover Teixeira, UFC contender. And it zooms out. He's in a trash can and he's like, I'm coming for the belt. And he's like punching 12 year olds in the face. They literally had little kids coming up pouring ice, <laughs> more ice than the garbage can. Dude. Like such great shit. You had a guy who's you. about to headline a huge UFC event. And the the preview, imagine if it was any other sport. It's like, next, we got the Packers game, and it shows Aaron Rodgers soaking in a trash can in his driveway. <laughs> Get a good soaking. What a oh, sport. God. Brad, sport. I think this one's obvious. So obvious. Uh, I I had to relocate. I had to relocate. To the garage. Breakdown, obviously. Uh, pay, some, pay some respects. I've got model cal- on the shelf um it's uh it's it, it's gonna be a great night um uh, you know glover is gonna get knocked out and then the fight's gonna start uh and we joke about it but there is no wrestling on par with glover being rocked crawling towards glover. a dude for a single leg he <laughs> gets uh, it every time I mean, it wouldn't work in any other division. Maybe the heavyweight division. Heavyweight. (laughs) Uh, Maybe women's MMA. But different story. Um, And then people want to talk about how these, all these Dagestanis can get on top and they can hold people down. Nobody has a more brutal top game in MMA in terms of combining ground and pound, passing, submissions, and just like absolutely smashing you into the ground than Glover. I mean, he melts dudes into the canvas and destroys them. And that's what's going to happen to y'all. So my advice, just just come out to the middle of the ring, give him a little wink, and do Lay the old uh, Hogan. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the least damage you're going to get, Jan. Other than that, you're a dead man. It, it started out as almost like a joke, like after it happened a couple times where Glover got his ass whooped, came back, and had these couple victories. It's happened like six times. It's no longer a fluke. It's no longer a joke. This is just how this dude fights. It's like some sick, twisted version of the rope-a-dope. Like, instead of tiring the guy out, you're like, if he thinks I'm dead, he'll stop fighting. <laughs> Like, maybe he won't want to punch a dead old man, <laughs> so maybe he'll stop. And, like, the way – it's, like, the takedowns are one thing. Like, you, there is instinctual wrestling when you're hurt, when you're tired, you get that. The thing that's crazy to me is, like, this motherfucker's unconscious. In, like, maybe he's getting mounted or someone's in half guard. How does he get sweeps when a guy is on top of him? Raining down blows and he's basically unconscious. How does he get a like guys don't get sweeps in those positions if they're fresh, if they're healthy, if they're not hurt. Glover's like half dead and all of a sudden he's like like slithering on guys just getting the back. And man, I, I'll say this though, we talked about it with um a couple guys earlier with Vittori uh and with Dawson. Like they don't grasp that moment to get the finish or hurt their opponent. Glover goes from death to not just like it's not a war of attrition, right? When you think of his style, you would think, oh, he's just tiring the guys out. He doesn't tire them out. He fucking murders them. Like it's not like 
three minutes into the fight, all these guys are exhausted from beating on Glover's face. It's like Glover just hits a switch, and his ground and pound is fucking vicious. And his top control, like as I'm, everyone talks about his top, his um, his submissions, and everyone talks about you know the the zombie def- the zombiness and the, the striking. His top control is second to none. Like you do not sweep Glover, you do not get up on Glover. When he is on top of you, you do not get up until you either are unconscious or the bell rings, and that's where he can get this recovery. And then he starts wearing guys and getting this ground and pounded. It's really amazing to see. And and for me as an MMA fan and just a sports fan in general, I think everyone has their top moments, you know, of all time of their sports teams winning and things like that. And you know, in MMA for me, it's Dubronx is number one. That can't be passed. Like that is. I legit cried like a little baby on the floor when Dubronx won the belt. Like the moment, every it was too much for me. I couldn't take it. Glover's going to be a second for me. When he wins this fucking belt at age 42, after everyone counted him out, after everything that happened, all the new champions, everything that happened, he's going to win the fucking belt. And so much had to happen for Glover to get a chance to be to win a belt like this with John and everything else. And I'm here for it. Plus 270 fucking insane maybe this is one of those cards where i like dog hunting too much but i think there's some wild and crazy dogs on this card and i think glover's the wildest we've seen time and time again people underestimate this guy jan's like the same fucking age he's old as shit anyway he's just not as good uh this is a perfect title fight for glover that is going to be the consensus bet of the week i know spoiler alert who would have thought um i really enjoyed <laughs> this card it's gonna be great. i enjoyed this podcast i feel like we had a good time tonight um, when the UFC gives us cards like this, I think it brings the passion and excitement out for all MMA fans, and, and we're one of those. We obviously don't take ourselves uh, very seriously, but we do really appreci- appreciate everyone listening to our podcast, everyone tuning in every week and listening to these four morons uh, go through fights who not always taking it too seriously. So we really appreciate any final thoughts from you guys. Enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy it. Next, we'll be put in the time. Up. Now we get to enjoy it. That next week's card is, is pretty good, too. So we yep. kind of get back yep. to back. Pretty good we'll, cards. We'll be back next week to uh, celebrate the Glover Teixeira Championship, the end of Russian number six, Russian number seven, Russian number eight. There's a lot of Russians going down this week. A lot of fraudulent Russians. A lot of, lot of Russian going down. It's going to be fucking phenomenal. Uh, so we appreciate you listening. Everyone enjoy the fight Saturday, and we will see you next week.